welcome to 12 questions hey oh my gosh that's huh? a familiar voice it's a ghost <laughs> who are you Ooh, i'm the ghost of alex young <laughs> you are the ghost of alex <laughs> young oh my gosh how you been man i have been amazing thank you for asking Yay. it's been a it's been a whirlwind these past couple of months and i'm so mm -hmm. sad that i haven't been able to do this but we made it happen today on this beautiful Sunday evening yeah. in California. Yeah, thanks for coming over. Yeah. I cleaned the house special for you. Oh, gosh, you're, you're the host with the most. The host the host with the most tea in the in the building. All probably. the teas. All the teas. All of the teas. And offered me four options of tea. And I settled on chai. Because yeah. you have the, the milk steamer. Yeah, that milk steamer changes the game, right? I, uh, my life was changed. It changes the game. From the first sip. Yeah. Life was clear again. It's a great time. It's yeah. comforting. It's I think it's the perfect winter beverage, mm -hmm. the chai tea. And especially with it being a little chilly in California. It's nice 55 today. degrees. I know. Where's my North Face and my Uggs? I went to Long Beach this morning. Oh, I miss Long Beach so much. Love Long Beach. It's such a beautiful city. I went to Long Beach this morning because I had to see my computer guy because there was a chunk of plastic stuck in the fan of my computer. But I replaced How? my own fan and took the plastic out Are myself. you serious? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been, uh, <laughs> I decided I didn't want to give Apple any more of my money. So it came Fair. down to upgrade my, like buy a new computer mm -hmm. or um, put a, put RAM and a hard drive in and then it was working faster, but it would just, just like so you, had, so you just had the tools for it? Yeah, I had it from a long time ago. The same guy I went and saw, his name's Arthur Reeder. He's fantastic. And mm -hmm. he, um taught he actually replaced the hard drive the first time so he mm -hmm. was like legitimately confused when i was like i think the computer's dying he's like it shouldn't be it's a it's a beast um yeah, all macbooks should never die well the older one the newer ones the components are like small or whatever but you can you can actually work on a macbook they're not easy to work on they're mm -hmm. like real persnickety but you can do it and before you got here i was like oh shit i gotta put that fan in the computer so i put it in I've got to look at my computer because mine is starting to lag here and there. Mm -hmm. They told me just to buy a new one, uh, and I had that same feeling where I was like, why, why should I give you more of my money? This is a $1,400 laptop. As a car enthusiast, I could, I can only show you little bits of what Arthur's taught me, but it might change your world entirely. Like mm -hmm. when I first took it apart, I was like, oh, I totally get why people like to work on computers now and i totally get <laughs> why people like to work on their cars uh -huh. and i totally get why people like to build a ship in a bottle because it's like it's like tiny work uh -huh. and you just have to get in there you got to be careful and then you take everything out and then when it's done Ooh. you're like holy shit because i had to create like a bootable os mm -hmm. and then i had to like reboot the whole system Damn. i had to do like everything i know i felt like i felt like the movie hackers from yeah, the yeah. 90s <laughs> i felt matthew lillard popped out of nowhere oh my god like, i was so excited i know there's <laughs> just like trance music playing in the background yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> like bright lights being blinding yeah, you. yeah yeah and i always used to You're rollerblading for some reason it, yes i grew rollerblades <laughs> and just like rolled away um <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my ex used to be like super into building his own computers, and I thought to myself, I was like, oh, I used to rag on him all the time for Nerd. keeping for keeping like old parts and stuff under mm -hmm. my bed. There's a box of old parts just in case, mm -hmm. just in case. I actually could technically, if I found an old like computer at like a swap meet or something, mm -hmm. I could probably even because they're all interchangeable parts i could probably like revamp a like a shitty macbook or like a shitty laptop or like a thinkpad or something at this point would you would you dedicate yourself to something like that i would do that and i, I thought about doing it to give to a kid 
Aww. or give to a like somebody at a woman's shelter and like really like maybe get some spray paint out and like decorate mm-hmm. the outside like make it really artistic on the outside because i think pads oh, like, look at that i think pads like a 40 dollar computer but it's like a piece of shit looking computer on the outside but it, its guts are the exact same as any other computer it just looks bad yeah my my buddy took a tablet one of those nook tablets the yeah. newer ones he he took out his entire car radio and just put in a nook tablet and linked it to his car it looks fucking great. Yeah, but and it it's like dope. a $40 tablet from China. Like, come on. It, you, it doesn't get any better than that. And, and it has Wi-Fi. You can, Cars don't have Wi-Fi. It's amazing. That's amazing. He has a car with a Wi-Fi hotspot. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's so smart. I thought about doing it, but I was like, I don't you want my car to could, get broken into. You know what you could do that with is an old cell phone. True. Well, I mean, what kind of cell phone? Like any old cell phone. You can turn, mm. he was showing me today how to turn an old cell phone into like a wearable mic. So like if we wanted to do oh, like yeah. an in the I field yeah. podcast, you can just like clip the cell phone and do this and it's better than a mic. I pack. have my 4S for that. Yeah. I put all, I downloaded Spotify onto my old cell phone yeah. and I go offline with it after I download all the, all the playlists and I keep it in my car. Yeah. I wonder how a Nook has a Wi-Fi capability, but then the phone would I don't know. I got to think. I'll ask Arthur about that. Yeah, Let like, me think about I it. I think because um, it's uh, also hooked up to the GPS satellites. Yeah. I think that's how they oh. bypass it. I'm not sure. But I know. I, I know he was able to get on the internet and do all kinds of stuff on his phone. Yeah, that's dope. That was awesome. That's absolutely dope. We're okay. just we're just trying to, you we're know. Just trying we're to, just man. trying to. We're just killing it in the creating game. Creating shortcuts, life hacks, because we, we're not millionaires. And uh, as millennials, we have it rough. We have yeah. it rough because they gave us a broken fucking system. You know what's so funny is who the people who were listening to this podcast, most of them were like, are they really just going to keep babbling about computers and stuff? Pretty much. They're like, and well, then this turned into... five people got <laughs> rock hard. Like, they yeah. were so excited. <laughs> they were just like, God, like, she gets it. <laughs> now I know. I just, I just want to take girl, more... you freaky. Yeah, I, I had like a freaky moment where I was like, oh no, I don't know, like, my computer is dying and there's holes in the wall and I kept like going online and asking for help and it was mm-hmm. Sean White who was just like, I don't know, everything's on YouTube. I just taught myself how to do a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, oh, I can just teach myself how to Not do Not to be confused with a snowboarder. He's a comedian, very he is funny. A, he's a comedian. Killer talks, roast battle. Talks like this. Um, Why does this PBR not bigger? Yeah, he's great. Um, He's really great. Uh, But I want to ask you some different questions. I'm going to ask you some 10-step questions from Uh, a 10-step guide. Hey. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. Okay. Um, Some of them are very easy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you clean and or sober today? I'm sorry? Are you clean and or sober today? Yes. Cool. That one's easy. All right, Killing let's play hardball. Okay. How have I acted differently today? I have cleaned up my house more. Mm-hmm. As a, that's signaling that I feel better about myself. So when I feel better about myself and I, I hold myself in a higher esteem, I do more productive things. Okay. Instead of laying around all day watching all the Netflix. All the even, Net- even though that's fun. No, no your, knock on you, but for me. What's your Netflix jam? Uh, right now, I have been watching uh, Daredevil, the latest season of Daredevil. Didn't they just cancel that? I don't know. I've been watching season three. I, I haven't been seeing season three because I got lost in the Punisher series. Yeah, which is amazing. Okay. 
and I've been starting like right before I got here. I was watching F F is for Family. Okay. You know, which is Bill Burr's show. Bumping mics, I gotta throw that out there. Shout out to <laughs> Jeff Ross and yeah. Dave Attell. They, that's it's really funny. I love the format of having a lack of format. Yeah, why not? It's fun. Mm -hmm. And what else have I been watching? Narcos, just finished Narcos. Watched that in two days. It's so good. You've been watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah, I've been... Uh, You've been hibernating? Here and there. I, I work hard. I don't Netflix say, hard. Don't say play hard. I will throw you out of the no. window. <laughs> how dare you? I work hard. I play hard. I'm you know, looking for my partner. That's how crime. we roll in these streets, you know? All day, every day. <laughs> Crazy. Yikes. Um. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's so silly. I got really excited because there was an older release version because they released the great british baking show and we're like like they sort of the middle of the series mm -hmm. to america and then now they're going back in time and what? then they also yeah and then they also have christmas specials and i found a christmas special last night i'm mm -hmm. not even that into christmas and i mm -hmm. was living my life i was really <laughs> enjoying myself baking all the cookies with all the sprinkles so, i was so excited i was making so, all kinds was, of gingerbread men i bought some coconut flour today i'm gonna make me some low carb baking recipes oh, i'm gonna enjoy coconut it. flour it's a good christina thing. makes a coconut uh, flour chicken and waffles it's Yummy. fucking amazing. Oh, that's exciting. She like bread it and the coconut flour. She breads flour it. Well. She has a oh, waffle maker. Good. And like when I told her I like chicken and waffles and she's like, I'm going to make you the best chicken and waffles. And I'm like, I love you, woman. Yay. Feed me. That's it's amazing. Great. So let's tell you back to differently. You've been like taking care of your business. Yeah. I've been trying to be a grown up. I've found, even though I had, I felt like I had structure to an extent, I feel mm -hmm. like I have more structure with after everything that went on and uh, I feel like I've been better, but also I've been feeling... What went handsome. on? <laughs> uh, I wrote for Historical Rose uh -huh. for the past month and a half, two months, filming and everything, mm -hmm. and being put under that kind of pressure. Yeah. Uh, and, and like a... It was literally like the, that writer's room was like a pressure cooker. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just in there 10, 12, 15 hours, some mm -hmm. nights, and you are having to deliver. Mm-hmm. Even though you're bombing sometimes, you're delivered sometimes, you deliver, and then you see people swing in. You're like, okay, I can swing. But the great thing is that it was a safe place. Mm -hmm. So now I know that even though I'm in a pressure cooker, still, you know, I know it's a safe place. Because yeah. we're all aspiring towards things. We're not done yet. Hmm. None of us are done yet. Yeah. So I know I can just keep swinging. And even if I miss, I'm going to be okay. Uh-huh. I just played softball today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My joke about that is I'll never have to read the credits for the historical roast because um, most of the staff has called me to either complain or brag or a curious combination of both about the experience. Of course, me included. <laughs> <laughs> Every single person. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost to a point where I'm just like, you guys need to form a support group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or eat more Chinese food. They brought pallets of chinese food into vitas it was amazing oh god so much sodium don't knock it till you try good it. for your brain yeah probably not <laughs> like i had pf changs the other day and i woke up three days later oh i'm kidding it was the uh, first time i ever had pf changs it was the saltiest thing i ever in my life yeah i don't do any kind of like chain chain chinese, chinese food. food i know it was the that's first when time. you know that they start they, they have to produce bigger do you do din tai fung of course 
Right. Yeah, I do, That's I, a chain note. They have I, one I, of those in like Florida now or wherever. But here's the thing. I only do it once every now and then. I know a couple of soup dumpling places that are way better, way cheaper. Yeah. But they don't get that spicy pork though. Or that, that juicy pork Actually, though. they do. The juicy pork. I will so put good. you on game. All right. All right. If you want to know, slide into my DMs. I will send you to a place that is a fraction of the price of Dente Fung and also better. Do you remember when there was only one location and you had to like fist fight an old Chinese lady to get your food? And two and a half hours later. And two and a half hours later, you might get it because you would put in your order. And then what would happen was this is like real. Mm -hmm. You would go in, you had to keep an eye on the carts coming out Mm -hmm. and look for your order because what happened is like women from other tables would like get up and be like, oh, that's part of my order. And they would like walk off with your dumplings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then (laughs) you're sitting there starving. What happened? (laughs) Oh, that happened to me one time. I almost decked the dude Uh, instead instead of hurting him because violence is not the answer. Violence is not the answer. I just, I just. When was the last time we went to a meeting? uh when, actually i went to a meeting a week and a half ago oh, wasn't too bad a week and a half ago so two weeks <laughs> two, come on now you got uh, up your game yeah yeah i definitely gotta hit more meetings but i do go to the midnight meetings and those have been a lifesaver mm-hmm. it's just like the last one got kind of weird so yeah I, midnight meetings are weird that's where things get yeah you weird. know you, you I don't. I probably shouldn't talk about it, but yeah. Yeah, you can't talk about like. Well, I guess if there was like, you could talk about like a situation, but you can't like name specifics. If that makes any it, sense. No, the specifics is what. Uh, if, I, if I drop the specifics, then it's gonna open it up. I'll talk to you about after the oh, show. Slide guys. in my DMs oh, if you want to know about this. Oh my god, <laughs> he's gonna spill the tea. Um, spill the tea. He's gonna spill the tea and the foam. Um, <laughs> did my disease? So you did your alcoholism run your life today? If so, how? I would say yes and no. I think it, but more so no than yes, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Sure. So I think I laid around a little too long in the morning mm-hmm. and, you know, just laid around, watched TV, read stuff, did some online shopping that I probably shouldn't have been doing. Was it for you or for gifts? For me. For you. Yeah. Because... <laughs> It's all about me, right? In the mornings, in the mornings, it's all about me. Uh, no, you wake up. You wake up in the. I wake up in the morning, and I have. Uh, I usually have like pretty bad anxiety, like the mm-hmm. first thing in the morning. Um, so you wake up and you're just like in a self-centered state. Pretty much, grab my phone immediately, which mm-hmm. is something I try to veer away from. I did it for a good month, and I was amazing. I think pretty great, right? Yeah, it's great did when you, you take wake the up. Apps off your phone and stuff. Oh God, no, 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 no! I would lose my freaking mind. You I don't try it. I, uh, I don't know about take. Uh. Just take, just take, like, just like, like I'm off your phone, just like for a week and see what happens. No, <laughs> you're gonna write so many jokes. Oh, well, I, I, I have good discipline when I want to, where when I want to drop the phone down and not touch it. Like I just turned my phone over a couple yeah. of minutes ago and haven't looked at it. As yeah. long as I turn it over, and I see the black cover of my phone it kind of like out of sight out of mind but if i leave it up and you get alerts and stuff so you know they they got all kinds of algorithms to keep you on your phone more 
because then that's how they make money. You know what I noticed when I took the apps off my phone and mm. like blocked them on the websites? Mm. What I would do is I would open my phone and just start opening random apps because mm. I was so conditioned to open the apps yeah. just like as a like, well, now I'm bored. Let's see what's on Facebook. And I would just open random apps all the time. I should invest or we should invest in uh, an invention like little thumb crutches. Thumb crutches. <laughs> Little thumb crutches. So when you sprain your thumb, yeah, when you sprain at your somebody thumb, angrily. Absolutely, we should we should sure. create little thumb crutches. But yeah, because we're always thumbs. Imagine if we didn't have thumbs, we that'd be that'd be. What what am I talking about I don't at this know, point? Man. I'm going I'm going way I'm off gonna, the freaking. I'm route. gonna ask you a new yes, question. It did not run my disease in a sense. Like I got out there, I socialized. Uh-huh. We played a great softball game. Uh-huh. Shout out to the Slayers. We did it today. Shout out to the Squids. Love those guys. Uh, it was a good game. We won. I didn't get too crazy on the field. I was like, "You get crazy." I, I do. You turn into your own like yeah. baseball dad. Yeah, I will bang my glove on the ground when I fuck up. I will scream out obscenities, and it's not good. Yeah, that, that doesn't help the game. That mm-hmm. makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. So I didn't do that, and yeah. <laughs> That makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. I understand. Yes. I understand. Well, at least you do it there and like nowhere inappropriate. <laughs> I've lost it in comedy yeah. situations like every once in a while where I'm just like, ah, like I just get like frustrated. Oh, yeah. And then people run up to you to get the, the to, to have you spill the beans. What? What happened? What happened? Yeah, I'm just what like, happened? shut up. Leave me alone. You know what yeah. happened. You were there. Exactly. Um. <laughs> it's upsetting. I hate when that happens. When I yeah. get frustrated and people get all up in your business like they care yo i was at the improv the other night and it was bad mm-hmm. it was bad and so i just sort of stood there with the last i said how much time do i have and they were like 30 seconds i said cool i'm gonna take all of it and then i lowered the mic mm-hmm. and i said nothing nice <laughs> i just stared at the audience the way they were staring at me wow I just mirrored at them and then finally somebody started clapping and i was like there you go. And then I got off the stage. Ooh. I, nice. I, I, I badgered them into an applause break. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? Like, yeah. I'm doing these jokes up here. You these talk are about- good jokes. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're good jokes. They're just bad comics. Maybe. I don't Burn. Know. I don't know. I'm in roast mode, baby. Sorry. Got him. You're in roast yes. mode. That was, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, uh, okay, so your disease ran it a little bit, but not too crazy. That's yeah, it saying. was in the passenger seat versus the driver's seat. Got it, okay. What did I do today that I wish I had not done? Uh, to be frank, watched a little too much porn. Okay. If, that's, if I could be a little upfront. Uh, yeah, watched a little too much porn. I think that's where my disease lo- knows that that's my weakness. Yeah. But if I take a week off of it, I feel I feel like a, a better person. I, I'm a, I'm a better companion. Yeah. Way better than my girlfriend, and then my ego doesn't my ego doesn't thrive off of that because then you have all these unreal expectations mm-hmm. of a lot of things. Yeah. Like I that happened to me. Last week, I got on stage, and I was just talking about having sex with everybody. And I was like, I want to spread Asian seed. And, <laughs> and the host... The sounds host, like a uh, dumpling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spread my dumplings. Uh, and then 
the host was like, somebody fuck that guy. And I was like, please, somebody fuck me. And then, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's not that's not great. It's funny. And did you piss off your wife? She wasn't there. But, oh, she just is she's just too busy? Yeah, she doesn't come to sh- shows or mics. Um, no, what I'm saying is like, are you not engaging in intimacy in your relationship for some reason? Oh, we are. Mm. We are. It's my ego is telling me that I should go out there and have way more sex with way more people. And that's part of Why? The, part of the addiction. <laughs> it, it goes back to um, me not feeling like I'm good enough. Uh-huh. So every time uh, in a, every time a Asian male is shat on myself included, I'm like, Oh, well I need to go prove to them that I'm better than this. Are people bullying you? Not really bullying, not uh, not not necessarily bullying, but the industry and its moves and shakes. So when I see uh, that Asian males are more and more represented, I'm like, oh, I've got the answer. I'm going to go fuck all of your wives. So and you it's need, crazy. It's you crazy. need to come on this podcast mm-hmm. and talk about how you just wrote for a television show for six weeks, a job mm-hmm. that this whole town, all of our peers, which saw their arm off to do with no anesthetic. <laughs> and you mean to tell me you feel like you're not getting enough of a shot in a room no. that I know for fact mm-hmm. had mostly white dudes in it. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, yeah, no, of course, that's great. Um, but being the ambitious person that I am, and seeing my fellow Asian, because it's not just about me. It's about. Are you sure it's not just about you? Partially, it's about me, but not entirely. <laughs> like, are you sure? <laughs> no, no. When I see, if you put a uh, a room full of Asian guys in a room, we're gonna complain. We're gonna complain the same way because. Yeah, Latinas are the same way. We're like, okay, I guess they got one of us on the lineup. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just tired of Asian men not being represented more. Yet they talk. There's the narrative that we're you know crazy rich Asians. Okay, that's one fucking movie. Well, you did spend the whole money, sh- the whole mo- the whole morning shopping. I had a stroke just now. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a window shopper. Ah, you're a catalog man. Yeah, old catalogs. catalogs. I sit there smoking my pipe. I actually do like getting a catalog in the mail. Well, it's yeah. pleasant. It's something to look at when you poop. It's therapeutic. You're yeah. flipping and you're seeing how you can better. Okay, so anyway, I'll get off my rant, but. Yeah, the, I I definitely have to reel in my ego and, and remind yeah. myself. That's why I hang stuff up and put stuff in front of my face a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, hey, you're doing good. I have my little badge. I have my little sign poster. Mm-hmm. I That was a life-changing opportunity, and I want to see more. I just It's just like last night I had a conversation with another comedian about it, and he was like, wow, you, you, wow this is amazing. And I'm like, is it? Is it? Is, there's, there needs to be more. I, I need to see more happening because... You, you put forth the effort and you want to see more and more and more. But um, the thing is, as long as I'm seeing other Asian males get it, I feel much better. I think the one thing to maybe challenge yourself, mm-hmm. because I've been in your shoes with other things, mm-hmm. to challenge yourself to ask, is this my true desire to like, obviously my ambition is this like my natural healthy ambition Mm -hmm. or is this my disease telling me that I have to get more Mm -hmm. 
in order to be worthy, in order to be well, in order to be, in order to exist, in order to matter. I think I just want to stop driving Uber. That's why. <laughs> you can stop driving Uber, man. There's other uh, day jobs you can get. No, I, 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 I enjoy driving. I enjoy driving. Mm-hmm. I enjoy all the cool people I meet. I just don't like, I mean, I get it. I'm willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. It's just a little frustrating that, you know, I'm over still driving Uber with the TV credit. Even though it's the norm, I get it. It's tons of people in this town have big credits and they're still working their day jobs. No shame, no wrong, but I need more. I need and I'm willing to work for it. That's the thing. I just mm-hmm. want the shot because I know I can, I can outright a lot of people. I can outperform. I can. Uh, I'm very competitive. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe even if I'm not, I have to tell myself I am because I have to. You know, it's that Chris Rock joke. You know, we. Uh, we have, and I identify with that joke, even though it's about black people having to jump leaps and bounds where the white man can walk. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I feel that. I feel that because I'm having to jump leaps and bounds, uh, which is fine. Because it's, it's new. It's new to my culture. This entertainment in general. Mm-hmm. Especially in Ameri- in the American market, I don't. know. This is not an entertainment podcast. What are we? But, on no, just to bring it back to, like, I think it would be very. I mean, I would I would challenge you to ask yourself because you said the reason why you were watching porn is because mm-hmm. you want to feel validated, and yes. I asked you why, and you said everything that happened, and then you started to talk about it, mm-hmm. and then you got down to, I feel like I should have more. Yes. So, and that's more of everything. I'm like shopping for fucking Lamborghinis. Like, what the fuck is my problem? Mm, that's a disease, bro. Yeah, that's a disease. Absolutely. That's, there's no, there's no way around that. Like, yeah. I'm only saying that because I love you. But that's no, of the course, disease. that is the disease, and I truly know it. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of it, and that's why I say like, it did run part of my life today. Yeah. Even though I'm not, you know taking action on any of those crazy fucking things but i know it's there i i let it breathe a little bit i accept that i have that addiction yeah it sounds like you got some resentment going on too oh of course always (laughs) no but not in a not in a truly negative way but it's only like i feel it's just part of being being in this business, you, you grow resentments here and then they crop back up. And when I hear certain things, it pisses me off. And Or like, again, going back to the freaking Asian males in entertainment. I see that. Then I see all these other things. I see all the, all the women of Crazy Rich Asians on the cover of entertainment, which is great all day long. Mm-hmm. Where the men at? Can I... Where are the men at? That's interesting. Wasn't... There a guy on Lost and Hawaii Five O, lowest and selling cover of all of the of the four that Ge- they released. Gita and Battlestar Galactica. Um, and then I mean, there's I feel yeah, Daniel I'm not, Day Kim. Was I'm not, on the cover. I am not saying that there doesn't need to be more representation. Mm-hmm. I completely one hundred percent agree. As a person who's watched mm-hmm. enough enough k-drama to have Mm -hmm. in-depth conversations with people Mm -hmm. and enough like japanese cinema and a bunch Mm -hmm. like i went through a hardcore like like chinese action movie phase um but there is uh 
my one, I do think, yeah, I do think there needs to be more representation in general. My question is like, when it comes to you, like, for example, I did, I did a show the other night. It's the first time I had roasted in the belly room in a year and a half Mm -hmm. since my battle with Quentin. And I was like, Hey, I'm done. Yeah. And, um, so it's really jumpy Mm -hmm. and, um, man, you ever look back on a set and think to yourself, I should have stopped four jokes before I stopped. <laughs> there was a clear point where I should have stopped because yeah, that was I haven't I haven't never had a set where I both killed and bombed and then did something very strange. <laughs> my friend, you did your own one woman show up there. My friend, my friend Caitlin was like, I love that when given the prospect of failure, you just sang the national anthem, and I was like, she was like, that's doubling down on courage that's not backing away (laughs) and i was like that's hilarious um uh and of course i realized i was too nervous to sing it uh Mm -hmm. as i began singing it i was Mm -hmm. like oh no like but hey you double down my body is not working fuck it if you bomb bomb hard don't bomb middle of the road yeah well i didn't again what a weird set right yeah a pause break yeah then immediate bombing crush crush bomb double bomb I wouldn't call the song a double bomb. Carpet bomb. I think it just made people. I think it made people uncomfortable. I think it just made people uncomfortable. And people, like, what is going on? I think that goes with all songs really ever care. sung in roast battle. Like well, it was any, a roast battle. Well, though. any kind of roasting format, or I don't know, because you're expecting, because you guys were the what last last month, last month. Yeah, so you were they were hearing jokes all night, and there was no indication of anything else but that. So when they got that, they're like, wait. No, I knew it was a weird thing to do, but it was right. fun. And the audience, if you thought it was weird, the audience was like thrown off. They're like, it's a we're song? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did it. Okay, good. And they were fine. When you texted me about it, I was like, what would J-Lo do? And she would, she would fucking do song. it. She would sing the song. Yes. But I remember backstage, mm-hmm. there was a moment where you saw one of your, com- one of your, your fellow Asian comedians mm-hmm. and a uh, fellow writer mm-hmm. uh, say, you literally have both had in the last year all of the same shots Mm -hmm. and at the same time Mm -hmm. and you were like why didn't i get booked on this show yeah i was like i'm vietnamese too but oh it's okay we're all getting as long as we're all getting shots right but what i am saying is that why not celebrate him yeah her (gasps) anna valenzuela (laughs) her why not, why not celebrate her and and be and it's okay robin would think that was hilarious i know i feel terrible because robin knows that i like give a shit she, oh. doesn't, she doesn't care about misgendering so i feel terrible um but i i would say like why not why not celebrate that person and also not why not understand that like not everything's gonna be for you right no, I, I was celebrate. I said that jokingly. Yeah. But of course, all truth and je- a lot of truth and jest. However, uh, I was totally happy for her. Trust me. I'm, I'm all on board with Robin because Robin is so graceful in everything that she does. And she is very truthful and upfront. Like she will speak her mind uncensored. She doesn't care about anyone's narratives. She doesn't care about all that she just wants what makes her happy and i love that i get you know what i guess i guess what i'm trying to say having been through this is 
it's so easy before you get some things to celebrate other people getting things. That was my experience. It was so easy because it wasn't a thing. It wasn't, it wasn't a possibility yet for me. And then once you get some things, it becomes harder to celebrate other people and to understand that just that, that one wasn't for you. And I think that just comes from me being competitive. Yeah. So when I see it, super fucking thrilled for her. Super thrilled that she got the opportunity. She continues to get the opportunities she get. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, it's her time. Yeah. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. I know that me, I will have my own time. I've been having my own time yeah. for God's sakes. Uh, and then I will continue to have more. But I think it's just from my competitive edge. Uh, like I will never do anything and like I would never cause any harm or any malice or speak ill words of mm-hmm. anyone. I think it's my own quiet competitiveness where like it'll just come out in like that form where I'm like, oh man, yeah. I could have done that. So right before I left the show, I told Moses, I was like, hey, make sure you get me next time to represent North Vietnam, which I thought it was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys could do a North-South battle. I know, a North and South battle would be hilarious yeah. or like uh, dictatorships, you know, you can... Uh, do like oh north vietnam versus you know soviet russia and, and get a little more specific and split those hairs i don't yeah, know that's i don't know they seem Again, to like that i'm just throwing out ideas because i i'm fucking always i'm always out here anna <laughs> <laughs> i think i think the, the trick is is like how do we hold on to our competitiveness mm-hmm. um and keep a positive frame of mind and also not turn it to resentment right good sportsmanship yeah good sportsmanship mm-hmm. is yeah. and I, I just i use sports analogies because it makes so much sense to me i'm because you're learning sports alex I'll, is learning yo, sports guys hit him up on his instagram he's yeah. got insta stories about learning sports. alex sucks at sports holler at me no because i was watching the post fight interview between tyson fury and deontay wilder like the biggest fight in like this decade yeah and so much class mm-hmm. these guys have wow they were like yeah you know even though it was a draw we had a good time that man is a beast he's got the quickest hands in the business Mm -hmm. and although it was a draw and the reporters kept trying to poke at him kept trying to poke well you know what about this and what about that what about the scorecards he's like like i said again i I went out there i fought one of the best fighters in the world best man in the heavyweight division Mm -hmm. etc etc and they i watched both interviews they both said the same thing and then further down in the interview you will see that they said like you know i'm not happy with the draw of course guys i'm not but guess what we both survived and we both get to go home to our families with our heads on intact which is i feel like a lot of this is about you know going in there roast battles like that we go in there we lob each other's head try to lob each other's heads off and then we hug at the end Mm -hmm. you know and look at us sitting here it's always like that though no, absolutely not. Because I definitely, I, I, I mean, I, I've heard said participate. I mean, I, I don't know. I've seen it go both ways. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, I've seen people move ways. out of town. I've seen friendships demolished. I've seen re- yeah. relationships torn apart from people that used it for the wrong reason. Yeah, it's a weapon. It's a goddamn double-edged sword, uh-huh. you know, if you will. And if you don't know how to use it right, you're gonna cause really bad harm. Like me and Frank, we came to an agreement. We're like, we're not trying to make each other look bad on tuesday we're just wanting to have fun give a good show uh-huh. be respectful where's the line when you approach it like that then you can like 
retain those relationships. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, dude, I'm coming for you, man. I'm going to fuck you up. You see all these online, like, t- uh, like fucking Twitter beefs or whatever people yeah. talk smack. Like, that's that's not how you use Roast Battle, man. But, hey, it's fun as hell to watch. It's just a game. Yeah, it's just a game. And, yeah, it just it just comes from my competitive side. So, I think... If I keep, if I learn how to use that more proper mm-hmm. or more properly, I can feel less bad about myself and learn that I am good enough. It's just I think that's why maybe I need more me- meetings to remind yeah. myself that I'm I am good enough. Yeah, because I forget that a lot. Yeah, so, and a, a side effect of that is caused by you know the industry, mm-hmm. the way it's uh, moving and shaking. And again, I'm getting amazing opportunities. I'm you know, comedy's treating me really well right now, uh, to an extent. Although I, I do see certain areas that absolutely needing improve need improvement, but I'm maybe I'm not ready for that yet. You know, mm-hmm. the the decision makers. You know, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure they watch Comedy Central. I'm sure they're gonna watch the show. Uh, but I just know that. Thank God, I'm in the right company. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be in my meetings with my sponsors, hanging out with you. If I continue to hang out with, see, this is, I'm having a meeting right now with myself. (laughs) (laughs) If I continue to stay in touch with people that want better and celebrate people continuously putting my own ego aside at the same time, I think that will help me, you know, sleep better at night and stop being such a fucking addict shopping and watching so much fucking porn, you know, that I'll... (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I'll try that, right, Anna? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you what have you done that you wish you had not or that you wish what have you left undone that you wish you had done? Uh I still gotta pay my agent for roast battle. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Yo. Oh my Again, god. People in this town would kill for the agents. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't this have, is what the top looks you, like, people. You don't have the grace to pay them. No, I gotta pay. Well, the thing is, I'm having a tug of war back and forth. First, I just well, for, th- I, well I, because I, roast battle. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, we we should talk about that off air because the the they don't the scale for that is not great. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it we're, we're not rolling in dough over here. No. Just, let, just to let you guys know, it's <laughs> no, I broke after after hair, makeup, clothes. I broke mm-hmm. even. Yeah, basically, because I had to take a month off to. I had to take a month off to prepare. God damn. Because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have writers. Fucking. Thank you very much. I hey, did not have writers. There you go. Go down with <laughs> I, your fucking ship. I fucking That's it. Did it on my own like a dumb idiot. I should have <laughs> kept working and paid people to write for me. No, you're, um, you're a competitor. That's that's your thing. So. I was just. I was trying to prove that I belonged in a writer's room. Yes. And um, and then people asked if. And then, and then folks asked, it, it didn't come off that way, you know, and then there was the perception that my boyfriend wrote for me for whatever what? reason. Yeah. I've told you this before. This has come up on the podcast before. Somebody yes. asked me, mm-hmm. somebody asked Stuart if he wrote it. One of the after parties, like, like an important person mm-hmm. asked Stuart if he wrote my jokes for me. Yikes. Yeah. And he didn't tell me about it at the time mm-hmm. because I would have marched over and yeah, said, body slammed them. Would have said some words. Would yeah. have been like, no, you don't okay, get to say that. Okay, not body slam words. Okay, and, words. Uh, yeah, but mm-hmm. when you're like a woman and you're assertive and you're 
you know, you're mm-hmm. brown in LA, you can basically body slam somebody with your yeah, assertiveness. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go, you, I feel like we'll continue to be asked that yeah. question. Hopefully that changes soon enough. Yeah, yeah. It was, some, but some that was the, like a rude awakening for me. That mm-hmm. was like a rude awakening because he didn't tell me at the time. He waited a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. I was like, why didn't you let me address this in the moment? And so it was like this weird, like, did you want to take credit for it? Like what... Mm-hmm. Like what was happening? Like why mm-hmm. would you not tell me that? That's nobody would. Nobody's mm-hmm. asked you that if you've written your own jokes, mm-hmm. right? I think I've been asked uh, maybe like once. Did ever anyone out of assume years. someone was writing your jokes no. for you? Yeah, it was a very weird moment. Mm-hmm. So I think it was. It's the you know it's a lot of that. I do under again. I do understand the competitiveness and the resentment about mm-hmm. not quite getting whatever it is you think you should be getting right but in the last year or so i've gotten exponentially better at stand-up yeah <laughs> and i've been doing the road so it's yeah. like it's like that, it's, that's it's the dream stuff that's the dream yeah. do the do the road and come back a fucking killer and that's yeah. what i've been working on since mm-hmm. i got out the room and i'm so glad i was able like thank god there's so many fucking mics in la now mm-hmm. like when i got out the writer's room and i was like oh light oh let me go hit a mic let me go do this and you know of course I had like a, it was weird. I had a day or two or three where I sat there and I didn't want to go to a mic. I'm like, eh, you know, hot shot that the disease started coming back, started creeping in. Hey, Alex, you're better than that. You don't need to do mics. Luckily for my program, I was thinking in my head, hey, no, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, get the fuck out of here. Go, go to a mic. Go pay your fucking couple bucks, buy a drink and work it out. And I'm so glad I did because... I chipped off a lot of fucking anger and uh, I think just sleep uh, deprivedness and a lot of shit that I shook off. I shook off a lot of rust, mm-hmm. you know, from being stand being a stand up versus being in the room because being in the room was totally different. Of course, mm-hmm. it's even it's even different than roast battle. It's even it's the, it's the, my first time in a writer's room as mm-hmm. a full writer, mm-hmm. and I was able to, uh, you know, just look, listen. And then speak, mm-hmm. and then uh, just approach it from from that tact. It, it worked out well, so I went right back out and did stand up. So now I'm trying to go back on the roll like that and just make sure I'm a I'm a stand up worth the fucking time too. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good. You know, it's really funny is I just realized the next person who comes up to me to complain or brag about being in that writer's room. I'm just going to have them listen to this podcast. I'm going to yeah. be like, oh, I'm going to text you something. I'm going to stop you right there. I love you. I'm going to text you something, uh-huh. and then it's going to make you better. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll just do that. That's funny. It'll be fine. Was I good to myself today? How? Yes, I was good to myself today because I did self-care. I showered. I did laundry. I clean up the house because uh, my wife's on a trip, like a girl's trip. Oh, she does like an annual trip. Went up to the bay. Oh, fine. Yeah, she's got friends all up and down the bay. Uh, so she went like a whole three-day trip. Her and her friends from San Jose, you know, back to back to San Francisco, over to wherever. I don't know. I didn't bother her. But she went and had fun. So 
I made a mess while she was gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want her to see a mess. That's what, what men do. You yeah. live you live like a bachelor. You sit in your underwear and you eat Chinese food. Yes. That's what and it was that's supposed to happen. That's racist. Uh, no, I, that's what my <laughs> that's what my like white friends tell me. They're like she like uh she, my really good friend, she was like, Yeah, my I've been out of town, so my hubby's just been at home in his underwear eating Chinese food. <laughs> I ate a full pizza in bed last well, night. Well there you go. That's yeah. your Chinese food. <laughs> it was food. amazing. You're eating a full pizza in bed we have emergency pizzas from when we're go- when either of us are gone oh hilarious and we're like oh i'm eating the emergency pizza and we're like what's the emergency <laughs> what's the emergency <laughs> i know i've been doing that uh low carb thing uh because i've been working out a lot more because i got my doctor like cleared me to be able to um I went, it's a long story. Yeah. I don't mean to make it around me. My doctor, I it's went, been chronicled in the podcast. I, I went, well, I went into, I went into my doctor and I was uh-huh. like, yo, what can I do? Uh-huh. And he was like, so funny. He was like, will you, he, he said, Oh, you're the girl like Kobe Bryant. And I was like, hilarious. Dr. Choi, of course you remember your weird Kobe Bryant analogy. Um, <laughs> And uh, he was very funny. He was like, well, you can like uh, do the elliptical now, which uh-huh. I'm excited for okay. like 10 minutes. That's and good. I can cycle for five hey. to 10 minutes, which is nice. And you're going to love this piece. You can wear a like, cycle longer if you don't sit down, right? Uh, as long as you don't sit on the seat. That's like, sp- I've taken a spin class before where there were no seats. He Fucking told intense. Me specifically not spin yet. Okay. Yeah, he was like. I feel like the elliptical is kind of like spinning, right? Yeah, he basically like the first time I saw him, he was like, "You're you're a house that's being torn down and you're mm-hmm. rebuilding, so like it's gonna take a long time." And so I waited mm-hmm. a year and I came back, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, what can I do?" Because I'm mm-hmm. he was he immediately got it. He was like, "Oh, I bet you're getting really anxious and like upset because you can't work out." I was like, "Yes, yeah. tell me." what I can do. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you can do this and you can do that. And he signed me up for an acupuncture program. Nice. Yeah. Medi-Cal is paying for acupuncture now. What? Yeah. I get a man. Get a, I don't know. I don't know get what writer's guild board. is paying for, <laughs> but Medi-Cal's out here playing for acupuncture. Diddly and squat is what there you <laughs> go. There you go. So, uh, and then he also referred me to, um, what do you refer me to? Oh, he told me to do Bikram yoga. Okay. And he was like, yeah. So I remember you were like, do acupuncture. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm afraid. And then I, because I make did sure it one it's like an old, older Chinese lady, someone that's been doing it for 25 plus years. I went it, to the school. Oof, that wasn't good. Uh, was don't just, go to, don't go to any acupuncture school. Cause if they hit a nerve, yeah, you can, uh, you can get, you can get, you're going to have to take some time off to recover. Well, the guy he hooked me up with, he was like, he was so funny. He calls me and he was like, hello, this is Dr. Choi. He's like a researcher. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, he's like, okay, so this doctor and he's in Reseda and he goes, he's also, just so you know, he's a medical doctor in China. He spends, he, when he's here. But over here, he's like an he, Uber driver slash acupuncturist. He's an acupuncturist. <laughs> and then he was like, and then he, and then he was like, and he goes, he, he gives me the number and he goes, oh, there's a lot of eights in this name or in this phone number. You know what? I bet he chose that because eight is a lucky number to the Chinese. Anyway, I'm going to go. And I was like, okay, Dr. Wow. Choi, you crazy right now. Yeah. And then he just like tapped out. There's nothing lucky about practicing in Reseda. You know, that's, uh, I, you know, he's probably making that money. I'm coming sure. in. He gets to charge Medi-Cal. True. To treat True. me. So, um, because, that. because my doctor's like, I don't, he doesn't like chiropractors. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you gotta, you gotta see acupuncturist. Hilarious. There's yeah. A, I've, I've been doing research on acupuncture. I mean, uh, chiropractors and yeah, they're like, uh, the equivalent of uh, magic stones. 
But I mean, they they crack your back for you. I, I think, but that helps. I guess when you do deep cracks in your back, that I think that, it's more the massaging because yeah. they get in there and they massage it. And no, but do. also like gases get stuck in your between your bones. That's what that that cracking noise is. Oh. And. It helps you with your flexibility and your posture. Well, the the cracking is your cartilage, where there it's the cartilage, just like wearing down. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's the gas trapped between that, and it cracks yeah, it, and it, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, we got. I'm sure he was like basically. If you see, uh, if you see a chiropractor, make sure they're like a sports chiropractor. He's like, oh. you could see one for like UCLA. He's like, but uh, I don't know if you can afford that. And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyway, uh, that's I don't know how we got on the topic. Um, uh, it was about. It was about we were talking about where you good to yourself today. To, yeah, and being how, good to myself today. Yes, I. Prayed last night. I got sleep past midnight, so it'll count. I did pray. I did uh, sleep. I didn't do that thing where you put on a show and then you allow yourself to sleep. I do a really bad, it's a really bad habit of mine where I'll put in headphones and I'll put on a TV show, like usually like news related, like the Daily Show or something. Yeah. Or like the Jim Jeffries show, and I'll just put my phone upside down, and I'll just sleep with headphones in and the show playing. Yeah, if it's not good for your sleep, but I'm so I'm such a workaholic that I need stuff going on up until the point that I black out, and that that can't be healthy. That's actually, I mean, that was my approach to my first two years of stand up, and then mm-hmm. and then and then literally it was like there was plastic stuck in my fan, and I I overheated. <laughs> So it's kind of up to you. I say that I've been, I have a perfectly functional career. I just had to pivot like yeah. to accommodate for the <laughs> fact that like my fucking body was being crazy. But, um, that's so funny. Yeah. I don't think it's healthy for me. So yesterday I did a thing where I actually turn everything off. Yes. And I allow myself to fall asleep crazy without headphones in. Yeah. What? How was that? Uh, I slept like a baby, woke up earlier than my alarm clock, meaning that I'm well rested. Yeah, uh, and probably that your brain was like, "Hey, I wasn't thinking about anything for a minute. I've been awake for twenty minutes. Wake up, <laughs> wake up! I got shit to do, do." something. Come on, all right, guys, Listen, release the cortisol. We got porn to look up. We got <laughs> we got resentments to cop about jobs we didn't even know we wanted until That's we showed what, up. <laughs> we got we got. They shit just releasing some new Yeezys. You need the Yeezys, man. Yeah, you need the Yeezys, and you need to start. Wondering why nobody's calling you for every single little thing, even the ones that suck. Yes, every single little thing, even the non-union ones. <laughs> yes, exactly. You crazy right now. The uh, Oh, I remembered, because uh, I know you and your lady like eat healthy kind of diet together. Mm-hmm. And I started like doing like low-carb stuff. Yeah. And then so naturally, because I live with Stuart now, and so mm-hmm. naturally, he, he kind of, he's kind of in there i'm like you can buy whatever you want like mm-hmm. do whatever but i do find myself i remember your lady has like sent you pictures of like elephants and stuff when you're like i've been eating really bad and then mm-hmm. she makes fun of you yeah. like sent you fat animals basically absolutely um <laughs> which uh fat animal if an, fat animals in our relationship is a love language he's like thank you so much for sending me the fattest of animals absolutely it, it if you're not doing sad. that in your relationship guys out Very there funny. Uh, you, you're slacking on your Mac. So like send, send fat animals to your other beloved one, shame them. It's just, it's the funnest thing. to Well, do. I don't see, I don't shame him, but it was so funny because I did have a moment where I was like, Oh, you had pizza. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What was the emergency? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
have those moments. Uh, yeah, she, she, she's she's so my funny. bully. She's she's my bully for life. So it, it's amazing. Uh, all right, you know enough sappy shit. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, what were you vulnerable for a second? Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. You've been out there, you know, probably. <laughs> what you've been in a writer's room that's not been allowing for vulnerability for a little while and now no. you're struggling with talking no. about things in your life that bring you joy when you're vulnerable you die oh, in a writer's room oh okay cool um <laughs> well but i think vulnerability people confuse vulnerability for like oh you're this or you're you're weak or you're whatever and that's not what vulnerability is you know mm-hmm. sometimes it's going like hey i know that joke sucked ouch <laughs> you know yeah. we don't well, have to keep uh beating up on me for the next uh, 45 minutes you know what i mean that's what beautiful well that's what was so beautiful about that room because mm-hmm. it, it was just like stand up you deliver a joke if it bombs silence and you keep moving oh okay it was great oh. and uh, i had a lot of those i had a lot of those <laughs> i was pitching a lot of alex duong specials jokes that only i could get away with <laughs> Oh, you mean a paragraph of stuff that kind of made sense and ended confidently? Yes. <laughs> cool. That's my style. Oh, my God. Um, that's funny. Uh, was I good? Okay, we did that one. Uh, was today a good day? Absolutely. Okay. Today, all things considered, is a good day because I'm sitting here in your beautiful apartment. We're podcasting so finally you again. I like it, by the yeah. way. I, again, I went, I did a crazy rearrange the furniture thing because that's what Valenzuela's do to express their energy. They just rearrange the furniture. It feels great. You have these two uh, thrones right here. They're very <laughs> you comfortable. Could say, you could host parties here. You host watch parties. You just got to get a bigger screen and you'll be fine. <laughs> a bigger screen. Yeah, I've on. had that too. That was my mom's TV. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's totally a mom's house. Who died TV. like 10 years ago. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a Dynex. It's probably it's, a... It, I'm surprised every time it turns on that it turns on. Right. And I'm grateful. 360p, probably. Well, yeah, I'll keep that until <laughs> it falls apart. It's perfectly fine. Can't watch any sports on it. Yeah, It'll probably no, pixelate. Stu- no, Stuart watches like high def <laughs> soccer games and stuff on it. Nice. Yeah, it's just fine. <laughs> Yeah. People uh, think they need new shiny things, but it's no. I just fine. need a bigger TV. That's like a what's that? Like a twenty-two, twenty-four inch TV? No, it's not. If you measure corner inches. to corner. That's about twenty-four it's inches, right? Perfectly fine. It's bigger right. than a, It's bigger than a a large monitor for a computer. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> it's the size of an editing bay tv like (laughs) no it's a little smaller than that yeah i've seen an editing bay tv (laughs) all right okay (laughs) damn it it's fine um were you happy today yes okay i know because i showered and i did my hair and i did laundry and went clean bed clean head right do you not do your hair when you're sad yeah put on a ball cap Oh. <laughs> so guys if you see alex in a ball cap give him a hug yeah please do that's that's my biggest uh my biggest indicator of depression was i serene serene i don't think i'm ever serene oh. where define serene i feel like serene is just like a floating along life like serenity hmm. can i get a deeper can i get a a deeper definition mm-hmm. of serenity. What did I just do? Um, no. Uh, deeper. 
Okay, hold on here. Um, I'll give you the the Webster's definition. But I think serenity, you know what serenity is. Sounds like a white woman's word. I Yo, <laughs> you are in a 12-step program. You say the serenity prayer. Yeah. A state of calm, a state mm-hmm. of being calm, peaceful, and untroubled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy it. I, I, I guess I like a, I, I guess I'm on serenity when it, I I guess that would be me being on autopilot. Like I think No, that's no. different. That's checked out. And 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 <laughs> porn and Netflix is numbing. Yeah. What is serenity? Oh, hilarious. I'm so into this. I think I was driving from the game today. To, after the game, I was driving home and I let in like two or three people. Uh huh. So I think so. So I can't say there was some serenity in it, but I don't know. I I can't say today I was serene. There were there were serene moments in my day, for the most part. Okay. I, I, I didn't scream at anyone. Okay. It could have been worse. You had you were serenish. Yeah. You were serenish. Super serenish. Serenish is the third William sister. <laughs> um i i'm coming this summer serenish with serena williams if if you're listening you can also put me in your writer's room okay um holler that's uh, that's part of your sample right there yeah that's a that's a game we play on uh brouhaha we've been uh recapping uh we've been recapping the new charmed episodes and so i've just been there's always a moment of every episode where we pitch the position we should have in the writer's room like the consultant we should be Right. <laughs> it's it's a real fun time because yeah, um, three latino girls right mm-hmm, yeah love well, it actually one of the talk about res- representationally one of the actresses is latina one of them mm-hmm. what about the other two uh one is african-american and the other one is a canadian white girl with a big old booty i'll take it hilarious um so here we go and then okay here we go did i talk to my sponsor today last night i did you last night you did but not today not Not yet yeah it was today it was past midnight (gasps) so it counts splitting hairs got it in on a technicality ladies and gentlemen i'm not gonna i'm not (laughs) did i attend a meeting today no Mm. did i share my experience strength and hope uh yes with you right now with y'all oh okay okay <laughs> who are the people in my life that i trust today uh you i know i can trust you and you'll give me it straightforward i like that i like i like because sometimes you don't know what you don't know and yeah I, I hate i hate there's nothing that angers me more when i look back and knew like i knew i could have done something better and people were right there around me to tell me because, you know, they're just like, ah, oh, well, I don't want to, you know, it's a seven, ten. no, fucking tell me. There are a lot if of I'm people, doing something stupid, fucking tell me. There are a lot of people that will encourage you to sing the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, oh, I'm wait, kidding. Wait, what do you mean? I don't get Anyway, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh. I was making it about me. I was trying to make a joke. I was Hilarious. calling back. Didn't work. Anyway, continue. Hey, the, you, you got a bit big. Uh, you're just talk, talking about your your performance. You <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> I was just making a joke. I was making a joke. Uh, yes, and... My wife, absolutely. Okay. I can trust her to not judge me, and she let me run wild, but not let me sink. Okay. You know, she lets me do my thing, gives me my space. Sure. Which uh, is fundamental uh, to a relationship. Uh, trust my softball team. They're all great people. Hmm. I've gotten to know them very well. They're super cool. 
Wait, am I supposed to identify all of them? No. Okay. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> you know who you are. That's yeah, what I'll say don't. that. Please yeah. don't identify all yeah. of them. But if I'm not, if, if I'm doing something stupid, and this goes for just everybody in general. Yeah. I feel like that needs to be put out there more. And that's why, that's why sh- shaming someone is amazing. Because, hey, you're fucking, you're doing this thing. Hey, hey, stop. Don't do that. Don't, uh, don't break at an intersection. Don't do that. So you, you think you should shame people? We should be shamed more. I don't agree. Yeah, I feel when people are fucking up, uh, it, it's 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 really push and pull. Uh, there should be more shame when people are doing something stupid than, or they're doing something that's causing harm to themselves. Can't you just set limits and leave the shame out of it? Well, I think setting limits is like kind of goes hand in hand with shaming these days, right? No. Well, like, hey, you probably shouldn't do that. Why? You think I'm an alcoholic? You know, you get that. No, I think you're more cut off. Like cutting someone off. Yeah. Or I feel like that's a form of shame. In a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you cut someone off, like you see people that'll let people drink themselves, and until they get kicked out of a fucking bar, mm-hmm. and like no one told them the whole time. So you think that getting kicked out is the shaming thing? No, uh, I feel like, well, yeah, uh, no, telling someone that they should s- to ease up and maybe have a water in between their drinks. I think uh, that's a little different than shaming. Okay, maybe I'm so I, applying I'm gonna, the I, definition of shame. What is this? I just want to like, I just want to, okay, so this is from researcher Brene Brown. This is her definition of guilt versus shame. Okay. okay. So I define shame as the intense, intensely painful feeling or experience of, of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Mm-hmm. Something we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. I do not believe shame is helpful or productive. Mm-hmm. So guilt is I did something bad. Mm-hmm. Shame is I am bad. I feel like some people won't get to guilt until they've been shamed. I yeah, that's not. Well, maybe like I think my di- my perception of shame is like light shame versus like you know that that solid. Is it though? Is it though? Cu- that's a clear well, cut. I've driven with you. Is it a, though? That's a clear cut <laughs> definition of like, shame. What are you doing? Why would you do that? You shouldn't be alive. <laughs> like, I do go zero to hundred. Yeah, like you know, so I, like, I totally get that. So but. like what like that. I I don't know. It's like your friend. I would challenge you to like consider because shame is a oh, it's a it's not a, it's not it's a good a, one. It's not yeah. a good one. I think it's a cultural think, thing too because we get shamed pretty hard on shit. But how's that I think working out? Uh, <laughs> it's not all bad. <laughs> I mean, it has like, a lot that, of perks, but I mean, you might be you know. How's yeah. that working out? Like. <laughs> Not not entirely uh, not entirely bad. I think I got it. So, so when you when you turn on cable news or when you open Twitter, like I was talking mm-hmm. to another addict about this um, on another Unpops podcast, we were we were talking on um, uh, unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. The difference between Twitter and a twelve step meeting mm-hmm. is Twitter. Somebody is like a bad thing has surfaced about them. Mm-hmm. Like like I did like 
And, and it's, they can't just say like, oh, I've done a bad thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I seek to do differently. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a 12 step meeting, like if, if Neil deGrasse Tyson was to walk in and be mm-hmm. like, Hey, yeah, I, I grabbed some ladies and it went really poorly. Or he we, flirted with two ladies. Yeah. Well, I haven't flirted. Yeah. You know what guys do when they're trying to like take a girl out to a date? I think that's what it's fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> You're threatened by Neil deGrasse. Look at it. He looks like Carlton grown up. Like, come on. Okay. Well, I know. I know. I'm not, I'm not apologizing for him. What he did was wrong. But I'm saying <laughs> what what it sounds like is like, hey, I. they were like, oh, well, you know, he he made a creepy advance. Right. Like, that's he's a fucking scientist. They're so, unsocialized creatures. Like, so, so let's say Neil deGrasse Tyson goes into a 12-step meeting and is like, I did this thing and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I did it. We would all applaud. We would hug that person. We would embrace that person. And yeah. in Twitter, we would light we them would on fire. We would rip them of everything they hold dear. It, Their family should be allowed to eat out of garbage cans at the most. It, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, like, the, I think that the difference is, is like we come from a place where we accept people who've done terrible things. Absolutely. And what that environment creates is the ability to grow. The, mm-hmm. That environment creates, and for example, I've seen people who to have- make amends. Yeah, I've seen people who have tat- like racist tattoos they got in prison, mm-hmm. who had the wrong beliefs Fucking about Aryans. people. Good God. Yeah, well, all sorts all of sorts people. of gangsters yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i've just and, I've seen and become those too. friends or like guys who share like i never thought i'd be friends with this lbgtq person mm-hmm. um because of the way i was raised and the way i came up and like now this is a person that i absolutely you know love and adore and so like i think that in the context of like shame and the context of like the context of like shaming other people i don't i don't think anything really good can come from that but i do understand the tendency to go there in the line of work Mm -hmm. that we have especially when your specialty skill in your line of work is to read the inventory of a person place or thing and to criticize it with humor and be rewarded for it Yes. So, like, I can imagine how it might be hard to divorce oneself from the concept. Yeah, of shame. I don't. I don't mean shaming, like ripping things away from people and like ruining their entire livelihood. I mean shaming, as in, like, hey, the, the, don't, don't, don't steal that person's thing. That you're a fucking thief, mm-hmm. and you should be like, you should be punished for that. Like, I, I believe pub, public flogging should be brought back. Jesus, I Alex. know, I know. That's... You need a meeting. <laughs> you're no. defe- you're defending sexual harassment. You mm-hmm. you're <laughs> you're defending sexual harassment, and you're promoting public floggings. God damn no. it, Alex! You need a meeting. No, I I don't mean that. I mean for I mean for reprehensible crimes because now. You got fucking Betsy DeVos over there trying to rewrite laws for like sexual harassment. And, and I don't mean sexual harassment. I mean in the case of Neil deGrasse Tyson specifically. Okay. That's, I'm, I'm not defending all sexual harassment because there are some real scumbags. You some just, of them are my fucking friends. You just you know? don't believe that a science man could be a, a grabby guy? No, I just think that we need to put things 
we need to see more evidence before he has everything ripped away from him. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not these two allegations from two people saying, like, he was weird to me once. That's literally, like, creepy advances. It was in quotes. He made creepy advances. Like, you think he, the, the guy, ever had a creepy the, the guy lives in the space? Of course. Like. But I didn't, like. You know him when you get him. Cause yeah. And I know creepy. women get him insurmountably <laughs> more than men do. Yeah. And I know if it was uncomfortable, then you tell the person, no, thank you. I appreciate that. But there I'm is, flattered, an, there but is no. an implication when there's a power dynamic difference that mm. like when you say no, it's not a good thing. Yeah, but I, I don't know. That's, that's not for this podcast, but I, I'm in the firm belief of due process. You know, we've, we've lost that along the way. Okay, so I'll, I'm going to get off that whole tangent, <laughs> but... Uh, I just we're a society in a state of transition. That's what's happening. We're in a state of transition. And that's why I'm pulling back. I feel like I shouldn't even speak on this. But that's why like I I'm waiting to see what happens because I know people that are way smarter, people that are actually going through it. It was just the first name that popped into my brain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like we've you know, like I've heard people, you know, go into meetings and be like, I used to beat my wife. And like like that's and I'm not saying that that person shouldn't make amends and shouldn't be held mm-hmm. accountable to the mm-hmm. full measure of the law and usually mm-hmm. those people are or mm-hmm. have been you know um but what that is in the context of is not like i did a terrible thing i'm celebrated it's i did a terrible thing and i made it right yeah but oftentimes in the culture that we live in today there's no space to make it right and where that comes from specifically is shame. shame yeah and i feel like people should be Shame for terrible things that they did, but then also they need to learn from it. I don't think they should be shamed. I think they should be told. I because people have such a negative reaction. Shame, to shame. not like on Twitter. I don't want people dragged through Twitter because that is a fucking hellhole of a place. Like they should delete that goddamn app and then like re- resurface and then see who comes back. And, well, and never I, mind. Never mind. I don't. I know. think. I think that like a lot of. I, I think that you know. I, I I think that people you should. People react to shame in a way that's like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. So nobody wants to feel shame rather than feeling guilt because they've been informed like, here's a thing you did wrong and here are the consequences to your actions. That is different than shaming. Okay. Maybe I had the wrong definition of shame. So I feel like people should feel guilty about certain things, but some people won't feel guilty until they're shamed. I just, I I don't know if that's, I just... I don't know if that's a productive line of... I don't know. We'll, we'll move Not on. Not shame being dragged through Twitter. I mean, like, a, a, a visit to HR. Hey, you did this thing. That's fucked up. Don't do it. You're making people uncomfortable because, mm-hmm. you know, people feel that, that power dynamic you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And they should absolutely tell people they're doing something wrong. And maybe that's my interpretation of shame. Oh, man. Oh, oh that's I'm so shameful. Like, I can't believe well, I did that. I don't mean, like to ruin one's psyche and their whole entire life. I think that's terrible. Mm-hmm. That's terrible to do that to someone. Yeah. But they should, uh, I don't know, that I think we're working with two different definitions of shame. So people, that's, that's people should be called out one. is what I'm saying. You think, okay, so people should be called out. Yeah. Okay. People should be called out, but they shouldn't lose every freaking thing that they have. Okay. Unless you're fucking like Harvey Weinstein or something, then you should be buried behind the fucking prison. You know, like that's. 
if you're fucking har- if you're hurting people like or harming Welcome people. Welcome to this episode of Judge Dwan. Yeah. <laughs> dun dun dun. Um. Okay. Who has? Bailiff. Who has trust in you today? Uh, my wife. Because mm-hmm. she's still here. Yeah. And she said good morning to me. She said I love you. So I feel like that's trust to put someone's, you know, entire life in your hands. That's amazing that I can do that. Is to to hold someone's life in their hand. To hold, hold someone's life in my hand. I mean, and to treat it right. Yeah. Treat it how I would want to be treated. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, and going back to my softball team because we fucking won today. Like you know, that's a, <laughs> they trusted me to be on bat. Like yeah, okay. that's yeah, I'd be out there in the field. They didn't pull me. I feel like that's trust. Those are just two of my examples. But in general, yeah, the my 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 life. Everyone in my life, I feel like trusts me because they're in my life. Did you read any um, recovery literature today? No. Okay. I think I, I prayed. I guess that counts. Do you have like a meditation book or anything? I said the serenity prayer. That's part of the literature. Okay. Okay. I say that every day. I made my bed. That's That derives from the literature that I have. Uh, I do not have a meditation book. Okay. What steps did I consciously work today? Um... Uh, Steps that uh, step one for sure surrendering. Uh-huh. You know, I definitely surrendered. I definitely uh, reached out. You know, if I made someone uncomfortable, I for sure made an amends. So that's mm-hmm. a good old step eight. Yeah, that's oh, that's step ten and step eight and okay. nine. Step eight, step ten, yeah. Uh, you know, because when I say my bad, oh, you know, I get a little competitive on the field, so I'm just, oh, my bad. I just, I didn't mean to. So that was me apologizing instead of letting it. <laughs> I didn't mean on. to shame you. Judge Duong yeah. was in the house. Oh, where's my gavel, bitch? I use it to hit baseballs. Crazy. <laughs> That's so funny. A judge using a gavel for a baseball. Be very just like funny. this. Is, no, I don't need a bat. This is what I use. <laughs> Did I admit my powerlessness today? Yes. And in my driving, in my uh, day-to-day, in my not bothering my wife, what are you doing? You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. po- not being possessive. Because I'm like, she's she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I admitted my powerlessness. Okay. So I'm not fucking God over here. Was I able to put my trust in my higher power today? Yes. What did I learn about myself today? That I am worthy of being loved. Okay. Yeah. When what, did you, what porn site was that? Uh, uh, you're worthy of love. <laughs> Jizz.com. I love that. Uh, did I make amends today? And uh, none that were needed to be made today. I probably should go pay my agent. Yeah. I'll, I'll make that amends. Do I? Oh, when you. <laughs> Do I owe any events? Yes, you owe your agent money. Yeah, because like it, it's this whole back and forth. Like when I got the money, it was I had to spend it on my wedding, and then like I struggled for a couple months, and then uh, now that I finally have the money, and then just me tussling back and forth, like, well, I got the job, I didn't, they didn't get it for me, so it's that whole thing. But no, as a entertainer, as 
part of our contract, part of our agreement, and I have to honor that agreement is that it's 15% of everything that they handle. And they didn't handle a fucking thing. So I'm just like, all right, guys out there, pay your agents, okay? They work really hard. <laughs> Man, it's an audio format. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there an eye roll button? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're working hard. I know because, yeah, I just, I don't Did I admit fault to anyone today yes to you because <laughs> i'm over <laughs> to here the like, listeners hey, did you hear yourself See? just now <laughs> and that's why i love you anna because you, you fucking call me on my shit you're not gonna let me roll myself into a fucking uh campaign uh, like a a, a, sh- a smear campaign <laughs> jesus silly did i worry about uh yesterday or tomorrow did i worry about yesterday or tomorrow uh yes i did yeah (laughs) yeah yeah totally yeah that's and and the day after the day before (laughs) yeah i mean just from talking to you yeah Yeah, of course constantly (laughs) Uh, saving for the stage (laughs) can i accept myself as i am today yes okay i have no choice so many questions i love them um i can't believe i did this for 30 days straight wow this the whole thing well, Plus a question thing. a day? No, the whole thing, every day, oh, for 30 what, days. What is this from? Like, this I know it's a 10-step, but... This it, is a 10-step from um, uh, the Narcotics Anonymous Fellowship. It's oh, a man, pamphlet. you got me on some NA shit? Damn. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a pamphlet of uh, a bunch of questions. You answer them. Most sponsors have you answer them um, once a, you answer all of the questions once a day for 30 days straight. Nice. Yeah. Uh, do I feel like... Uh, I was a part of humanity today. Yes. Okay. Did I allow myself to become obsessed with anything today? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I appreciate your honesty. Uh, um, What, uh, what has God given? What has God given me to be grateful for today? Uh, My wife, um, my wonderful family who I speak on the regular to uh, my relationships, mm-hmm. my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Have I done anything to cause harm to myself or others today? If so, what? Probably this podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh, I'm just asking you questions. I'm going to be... <laughs> No, 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 I get it. Like You just hadn't let your recovery brain out in a minute. Yeah, yeah, my recovery brain has been dormant, and I'm sorry it came out in that form. Some of you were probably like, oh, my God, ah, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. We're a good counterbalance to one another. Yeah, I'm letting you know, I, uh, those words are me working out things in my head. Yeah, it's a process, man. There's no perfection on this podcast, clearly. Yes, but I know I'm getting better, which is <laughs> which is uh, what it's all about, getting better. Am I willing to change today? Yes. Okay. Always. Did, did I, I think you answered this one. Did, uh, did I pray or meditate today? I prayed, yes. You prayed? Cool. Do you meditate? Not, not a lot. Yeah. 
Not a lot. So that's a no. I, I was really bad at it for years and years and years. I'm just now having to do it. It's just why I know when I do it, it's so good. I, I can't like, I can't like have an emotion, put my running shoes on and go for a run mm-hmm. like I used to. It's just, I know I need to meditate more, but I haven't gotten to that level of my psyche where I feel like meditation is necessary because I'm functioning pretty well. Well, why do you have to wait till rock bottom? What you're just trying to not even rock bottom, just stress, just more and more stress. I feel like you, man, you inviting your higher power to fuck with you now. I know, <laughs> Jesus, I'm just opening myself up. Like my disease is like, oh, you want a party? Oh, let me oh, out. Let me out. You got this. You got this. Okay, cool. Let's let me see. come over. Let's rock. I'll get you to meditate, <laughs> motherfucker. All right. Uh, so so I'm gonna meditate tonight. It's a preventative measure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> How did, okay, so they were like, did I meditate today? How did this affect my life? Well, you didn't do that, so that, that one doesn't count. What spiritual principles have I been able to practice in my life today? Spiritual principles. What spiritual principles? What are my options? <laughs> All of them. I just had to read you the definition of serenity. I'm going to call your sponsor. We're going to have a talk. Be like, what are you teaching this boy? He don't know shit. <laughs> Well, he doesn't call me, so it's kind of hard. Oh, for the love of Pete. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, no, it's not, but I do. <laughs> it's sad. Oh, no, it's gotten so real. I'm going to a meeting after this if you'd like to go. Jeez. Uh, I'll, I'll call my sponsor tonight, but, but I will. <clears throat> Spiritual principles. Yes. I mean. Yes, queen. What spiritual principles? Like, can you can you give me a couple? Like, uh, just so I know what you're talking about, because I know honesty, open mindedness, willingness, prudence, um, uh, humility, um, service. Um, oh, for the love of peace. So yes, absolutely. I I feel gratitude. I feel I live a spiritual lifestyle. All without, even though with all things considered, day to day, I'm. I try to practice all of those things because okay. that's just how I was raised. Okay. The most important thing in my life uh, As today... As a Buddhist. My parents were Buddhist. Yeah. Was the most important thing in my life staying sober today? Yes. Absolutely and always. Okay. I pray for my sobriety every night and I pray for it in the mornings before I step out the door. Okay. Without it, my sobriety, I'm nothing. Full disclosure, it does not say sobriety in this pamphlet. I was just... Um, switching the language for you Perfect. I, was, I was code switching it works um have i been uh have i given myself today wait have i given of myself today without expecting anything in return yes okay um what'd you do just being nice to people okay not trying to manipulate people yeah not trying to um butter people up and expecting you know uh like for instance driving uber or lyft i don't butter people up expecting a tip i'm just like hey it feels good to be nice yeah i do get mad i get mad about tipping because mm-hmm. people should tip that's yeah. the law yeah <laughs> it should i'll they sign should, that fucking moveon.org fucking <laughs> list that's that's the law we don't make there should be a big fucking billboard instead of all those goddamn chlamydia fucking billboards the fuck i don't need to know syphilis is coming back in 3d or 4d some people fucking, do <laughs> no fuck them that's their problem oh my like they God. Need, people need to be tipped like you're going around fucking being a skank whore Jesus. mangina that's your fucking problem <laughs> now we're slut shaming yeah 
No, it's not a bad thing, but <laughs> that, that it's not a bad thing. Go there and fuck, but just know that STDs exist. You've been taught since grade school. Okay. People know STDs are out there. You're spending ten thousand dollars a month of taxpayer dollars. <laughs> My name's put up Alex. a sign that says that stop fucking switching lanes at five five hundred feet from your d- distant turn. I don't know. My, How about that? My Do constructive Alex. stuff for society. Fuck you, Garcetti. <laughs> My name's Alex. <laughs> And I have been living a life beyond my wildest dreams. I have met my goals. I am doing great. Also, there's a lot of dumb shit that pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> tons and tons of it. Why are you so mad at billboards? Don't it's be mad dumb. At billboards. It's it's a waste of resources. We're, we're, what are you gonna build a house out of billboards? Yeah, they, what are you gonna do? No, they put this fuck. No, with the money that it costs, billboards are fucking expensive. And instead of maybe I don't know helping the homeless fucking problem that we have in L.A., you're putting up all these damn billboards. Who gives a fuck? Hey, what if homeless people have syphilis problems? I mean, I guess. Is, are the billboards for the homeless people? I think they're for everyone. I think they're for people who can look up and read. I think they would probably appreciate like some like sex education or like condoms or maybe, I don't know, a house so they can feel some self-value so they don't have to sell their bodies. <laughs> I'm outraged. I'm going to justify my outrage. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> hey, that's, uh, I'm going to have a great set today. <laughs> Yeah. Um, was there fear in my life today? Absolutely. Always. There's always fear in your life? There's always fear that Damn. I'm not good enough. Mm. Yeah. That makes my heart sad. And I've experienced that fear all the time. I, I understand it. I, yeah. I empathize. I've, I've been there. Yeah, because I think it's fear from... Uh, fear from not being able to be a provider and not in the sense of like oh i'm a man i need to provide for my woman provide like just being a fucking person mm-hmm. providing for my friends maybe sure. like hey if my friends need something i can maybe help them out yeah uh providing for you know just people in general my mm-hmm. my, my friends that i want to provide for showing up to a birthday party and being able to buy like a gift or something nice you know hey, here's a gift hey, here's a fucking card a fear from not being able to con- continue that that's why I work so fucking hard and it's not a bad thing. I think that fear should exist in people in general. I think it does exist in people in general. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a bad thing. I think it drives people to do better. So embrace your fears and overcome them and then maybe uh, you'll get some new ones. <laughs> yeah. I think it's when it gets into like self-centered fear when yeah. you're just like, oh, you know, that resource grabbing, the like yeah. fear of... The fear of not being enough, not having desperation. Yeah. Desperation. Yeah. yeah, I never want to be there. Um, did I feel intense joy or pain today? Yes, both. <laughs> yeah, all in this last podcast, like you, <laughs> we felt everything together. Yes, love it. <laughs> did I call or visit someone in the program today? Well, you're here. You, yeah, yeah of course. Everybody, the listeners, I'm visiting you right now. Did I pray for the well-being of another today? Yes. You did? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always, uh, I always pray for people. Oh, maybe they just. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray for them. I, I say that a lot. In, in like my a old southern way, like in a bless their heart kind of a way. Yeah, it is a roll. It comes with an eye roll. Oof, I'm gonna pray for that person. <laughs> did today. you like genuinely pray for anybody today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I do have good intentions for people, and I do. They are in my thoughts and prayers. Jesus. <laughs> if they're not in my prayers, they're in my thoughts. I do think about uh, the well-being of a lot of people. Are, was I happy today? Yes, okay. of course. Have I been peaceful today? No. 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 <laughs> no. I'm, I'm peaceful. I don't know. I, I, I do have a restlessness about me. but Yeah. It's not a bad thing. I just got to learn how to, you know, cope with it and did not I, let it take me over. Did I consciously remember that I have a choice today? Yes. Okay. Do you have any other notes you'd like to add? <laughs> That's literally Well, if you're asking, I don't know. <laughs> what really grinds my gears? <laughs> uh, no, it's... No notes at all. It's it's those are solid questions. These just, questions were written in 1983. Wow. <laughs> I just I just read that. I was like, that's amazing. And they're still pertinent. Yeah. They're still pertinent. the The program hasn't changed. It's still the same twelve steps since it began. Yeah. So I feel like those questions are still very pertinent, still yeah. applicable. They they got me going. <laughs> they yeah. Got, they, got, they got me thinking Oof. about a lot of a lot of things, and it has an covered some more thoughts in my head so a lot of maybe maybe uh, i'm like yeah come over let's do the podcast i got some real deep questions to ask you that are different than the other real deep i'm mad because it was an ambush everybody all right i got <laughs> i got an ambush i thought we I were just, gonna chill i thought we were gonna just, just catch up just catch up yeah but no we catch, i just wanted i thought it would be fun to ask those questions we catched all the way up so all the way up. it's See? great Structured. it's it's what i needed <laughs> So I'm going to embrace that. It was like 200 questions. Yeah, I think right. it was over 12. It was amazing. We, you did great. Because we, we had never done an episode, uh, 12 questions about me, I feel. We haven't done that, right? We, you haven't did interviewed me. Did I interview me. you? Mm -mm. <gasps> did you? Yeah. Did you? Uh-huh. You okay. forgot. It was so a long time episodes. ago. A lot of things have happened. Yeah, a lot of things have yeah, happened. I've but, definitely interviewed you. But this you. was very much needed. A little yeah. tune-up. It was a tune-up episode. A tune-up episode. Yeah. A little, little look under the hood. A little look under the hood. A little, little 100,000 mile tune-up. Uh, so it worked out. See what kind of resentments are lingering in there. Yeah. They're they're all over the place. And I, and I, I just want you to know I totally understand like yeah. every single one of those feelings and I've been probably experiencing several of them right now as well. It's mm -hmm. like totally like I have I have the common experience. Mm -hmm. I totally, I totally get it. I totally yeah, get it. Yeah. And I feel like as long as we address them and yeah. then if you don't address shit it's just gonna fester it's yeah. gonna turn into something that you can't control as much or not even can't control you can't address it without you know before it causes harm to people yeah that's why you do a 10 step yeah and that's the night. biggest thing like is have uh, i been a dick today do yeah. I need owe anybody apology? <laughs> do I owe anybody fifteen percent of my? Do I owe anybody fifteen percent of my heart? Uh, don't worry, they don't listen to this podcast anyway. So eighty dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine, man. And I and I honestly can say, like, you have a lot to be grateful for. I have a lot to be grateful for. Absolutely, we yeah. all have a lot to be yeah. very grateful for. Everything you've experienced so far, mm -hmm. you're going to experience more of. It might not be tomorrow. As long as you're grateful and you address it and then you identify yeah. it, then from there on you can see what else you're receiving because sometimes we're blind to a lot of things. Yeah. And I feel the program has allowed me to be clear, more clear-headed because, I mean, you know me, you know me a while before the program. I was just, just kind of yeah. gross. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Too bro -y. 
You guys, <laughs> I would have been even way more bro if I didn't have get my shit together, which it's not a bad thing. My fellow bros, it's not a bad thing. But uh, I would have been an alpha bro and that would have uh, hurt a lot of people. Yeah, you wouldn't be married. I wouldn't be married. <laughs> you would not be married. Absolutely. 100% no. would not be married. <laughs> if I didn't get that dog under on a leash, I would have... You're uh, talking about you, right? Yeah. Dog, and my ego. Okay. Yeah, my ego is, yeah. is a fucking yeah. dog in form. And it would have it would have hurt a lot of people. And yeah, I wouldn't be married. I probably wouldn't have the career that I have because I would have made a lot of dumb decisions based on my ego. Yeah. And not on... Uh, not on I, I would have made a decision from a place of what we spoke about earlier, a place of desperation. Yeah. Because when you are desperate, that's when it looks, it looks, it's not a good look. Yeah. It's not a good look when you operate from desperation because you're willing to do anything for anything at all. Yeah. And uh, that's not how life works in general. I, go, I've, I get the whole like throwing Hail Marys mm-hmm. and stories of inspiration, but even those, all those moves were made from calculated places. Only then can it be successful. Maybe I'm just speaking individually to the um maybe you're telling this to yourself industry yeah and like in the industry wise but my my sobriety came from a place of desperation so i think i'm just speaking in terms of like my career wise yeah i don't know like i was desperate and willing to get sober so that that right there is okay but i mean like if you're Operating from a place of desperateness, it, it should be for something amazing, something great. Yeah. Of course. That's a, that's fine and to me. Uh, I don't know why I got on this uh, Tony Robbins spiel, but uh, <laughs> I apologize. Because she thought, I mean, that's all bad. Yeah. Why are you apologizing? It's not, it's yeah. not, I'm not going to shame you. <laughs> You're fine. I'm going to shame me later. You're going right? to shame you. <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> oh my God, Alex, this has been wonderful. I miss yes. you. Miss you too, Anna. It's and you, so we, you paused for a second. You were like, "Do I miss?" No, no. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, yeah. I didn't want to say it sound inauthentic. Yeah, I miss you. You're the best. Yeah, I, I'm been trying to do the thing where I listen before I respond. Yeah. Instead of just like going on autopilot, uh, and say, like, "Oh yeah, 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 sure." Oh, this, oh, yeah, this. I yeah. just want to listen and cerebralize people more. That's one thing. One of my attempts to become. A more aware person. Yay! Yeah, You're killing it. Thank you. You're killing I'm it. I'm so happy for you. It's been good. It's been good. And I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Beautiful place. Beautiful life. Beautiful Just everything. Life, killing it. Yeah. Clean bed, clean head. Look at this. I know, right? Her place is flawless, people. And I'm pretty it's sure not, it stays this way. It does not. It for sure doesn't. I cleaned it today. Because I was like, I came home and I was like, what in the fuck? And I just like started cleaning. I just, <laughs> I get that way. I, I don't know why. Are you going to have a housewarming? Ooh, we haven't. Because they've been here for so long. It'd be like weird, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe we'll just have some people over. Yeah, just have some people over. Well, I get my screeners soon. Oh. Yeah, so we can do some we can do some screeners. Screeners. Alex mm-hmm. is a big deal with screeners. And, uh, I'm gonna get my screeners. Uh, you know, hey, at this point in my career, I better get screeners. You know, that's all I ask. All I ask are from, from fucking screeners. <laughs> if I can't get a screener. I've wasted my life. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. You're doing great, man. You're doing well. You Thank you. You're are. doing well too. You just hit a big anniversary yeah, recently. 16. Six. Sweet 16. Well, maybe even Jared should talk because he wanted to interview me. Mm-hmm. And bring that boy over. Well, if you guys want to do that, we'll figure it out. I don't I'm know down. how I'll survive my own f- only thrown up once. God, <laughs> damn it. I need one of those. Oh. I think I'm going to get one in. Wait. You got to get them when they're on sale. But yeah, yeah well, you know, you're rich now. You're an, <laughs> an important Hollywood person with screeners. Uh, after taxes. <laughs> That obviously don't go anywhere in this fucking city <laughs> after taxes are said and done. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but Alex is a rich guy and he's a big deal. No. <laughs> he's I a big hate deal. that. I'm going to choke you with this mic cord <laughs> if you call me rich. <laughs> oh, I love it. No. Guys, the, the, the industry is not paid. Until you see me roll up in a fucking Lambo under my name, uh, <laughs> then I, I, I'm never rich. Yeah. That it was just a movie, guys. All right, not all Asians are fucking rich, <laughs> especially ones in comedy. No, all said and done, <laughs> we still make minimum wage. <laughs> okay. Think about the hours. All right, think about the hours that we put in. Why am I turning into like a right? I don't right know. <laughs> I don't know. Comedians' rights activists. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Alex, where can people find you? Dapper Duong on all social media. D a p p e r d u o n g. Anna. And you can tweet at this podcast at uh, 12Q Podcast. You can tweet at me at AnnaValenzuela.com or fuck, Anna, no. at Anna V is fun on Twitter and Instagram. And you can get all of my show dates on AnnaValenzuela.com. I'm actually trying to. And Twitter's at QPod, right? At Q, at 12Q Pod. And uh, you can g- email us at, at 12Q Pod as well. Um, so there's a lot of ways to get at us. Um, Alex, if nobody's told you this day, I love you. Oh, I love you too. Crazy Anna. ass, I love you. <laughs> and, love you too. Uh, if you're listening to this today and nobody's told you this day, we love you. We love okay. you. Bye.